Deanna's back. Yay. I'm here. I'm here. She's here. Woohoo. <laughs> What's going on? Um, well, it's the happy it's the da 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 da, da time of year. <laughs> I know. I love before this we're just talking about like anxiety and stress. Oh my gosh, we're talking about like kids and different ages and challenges. It's you know, December's an interesting time. It is. It's like yeah, thinking about the end of the year, thinking about the holidays. We're supposed. I feel like you know. Of course, there's that hallmark thing of we're all supposed to be happy and jolly, and it's not. I don't think that's. It's not real. always the case. <laughs> no, I'm definitely having a like not very festive holiday season this year because I hear you. We're stuck at home with a baby who can't go out because we don't want him to get RSV and we just don't have a lot of family around this year for various circumstances so mm. it feels a little small maybe mm-hmm. which yeah. is like I think I'm also trying to get in the mindset of like oh it's nice to have a small holiday right you're in your snow globe yeah exactly and I need to like get the magic going like the snow needs to start moving I need to shake up the ball sure (laughs) shake the ball yeah that whole thing I do think it's gonna be fun to have Christmas this year with my oldest son who's three and a half almost Mm -hmm. and like I think this is the first year where he's like truly gonna know what's going on yeah so like the magic yeah he's gonna know the snow he's gonna see the magic in the snow globe how about you and your family and I mean it's like it's so fucking stressful because it's like the elf I couldn't find the fucking (laughs) elf on the shelf and I was like (laughs) like the kids were like where the fuck is the elf I was like I don't even I was like, he's, I think he's caught up in the North Pole. (laughs) And then it's like, I found the goddamn elf. No, my partner, Andrew, found it. And then we're like, where's the hat? And then it's like, because I I don't know if the hat gives it magic or whatever the story is, because I can't find the book. I have never done Elf on the Shelf. Like, that's not something I I grew up with. So I don't really know. It's stressful. And I keep on forgetting to move it. Like, my youngest wakes up and he's like, why didn't the elf go back and talk to Santa last night? And I'm like, what do you mean? Because uh, the elf's just straight up chilling in the same like sugar bowl he's been in for like three days. Listen, the amount of things that you need to keep track of for a child Ugh. during Christmas, like oh, you have to keep yeah. up the lie of Santa Claus. You have to put the elf on the fucking shelf. You have to like do the advent calendar, the gingerbread house, the sugar cookie. Oh like God. it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's just like so the elf has failed and he still hasn't found his hat and then it's just like I'm like to my kids I'm like it's gonna be a lean Christmas and they're like what does lean mean and I'm like well Santa he's he's trimming down he's like you know just <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna trim down and give you a couple presents because yeah. let's be honest it's all bullshit like yes w- the kids don't need a lot of crap like I heard you know uh, so I I I subscribe to like the Parents Magazine podcast, which is they have like that's a daily cool. parenting tip that's like five minutes every day. And I don't listen that's to them awesome. all. But one of them was about like gift giving for kids. And they mm. were like, your like parents inclination is to get them a lot of stuff and like make it yeah. whatever. But really, it's like if you focus on like two to three things that like they'll really enjoy and like that is more than good enough and they don't even know the difference i feel like so much of it is about us and like right us self-worth or yeah 
I heard another podcast that was really interesting about gift giving too. Mm-hmm. And like, what did it say? Well, that like so often we like there were a lot of things, but one of the main takeaways I had was that like so often in gift giving, we are so consumed with like what we want in the gift giving process Mm -hmm. versus like what that person really wants, you know, and like some crazy amount of waste happens through gift giving because people just don't want the shit that they receive. And it's like, they also said like gift cards are great. Like just give yeah. a gift card. Like money will be better like for an adult or whatever than anything you can give them. Even if you think it's not thoughtful or whatever, it's like people appreciate cash. <laughs> yes. No, I think you're I think you're right. I just I think it is like I did feel like not guilty, but I was like asking Andrew, I was like, should we like blah, blah, blah? Yeah. And it's like, no, like we're not going, we actually gave them, we haven't been on vacation. So we did give them, we're giving them a trip. Ooh, so it's like an experience. Also a great so That's what's, yeah. So that's the tree, but it's like, we're not going until March. And so they're going to be like, da da. Okay. Whereas like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Whereas the gift, but, but it's just, that is my own insecurity as a parent. Yeah. I mean, it's a, unfortunately like the capitalist engine that is America commercials and other kids and the grocery store is just piled with like useless shit that kids see and they want useless shit yeah I know go into Costco yeah they just I mean we love Costco we love Costco this is a Costco stand but there's so (laughs) much crap like in that middle aisle section of like all those toys and my oldest son's his eyes just get so (gasps) big and it's like you don't even know what you're looking at I know it's like it just they they honestly I feel like they study what kids will like be drawn to so that you'll buy it and they can make more money it's all about that but it's all about consumerism and like I don't want to be a part of it <laughs> happy holidays everybody happy I know. <laughs> um, but we are actually here to talk about episode six of family yeah. karma um and the Watch What Happens Live that happened after Yeah, it. tell me. And maybe we'll touch on um, White Lotus in a little oh, bit. Oh, of... we got to talk about White Lotus. That'll, that'll be our pop culture special for the How, end. Are you caught up on Atlantic? Atlantic. Uh, Potomac. Atlantic. Potomac. Yes, I am. Um, okay. But let's just talk about Watch What Happens Live really fast. So, yeah. Because... Why did they put Bali behind the bar? Okay, I am... Can I take can we take a little credit here? Because I like made a big stink about it in some social media mm-hmm. posts. And I'm going to just hope that Bravo paid attention to them. I tagged them in mm-hmm. all of these things. And I, f- I feel like it was a very much a last minute like, oh, we need more family karma representation. But we booked all these guests. So let's just put Bali behind the bar. Mm, that's what it felt mm. like to me. She looked incredible. She looked yeah. incredible. She she did a great job. Like with the little she was given, but the way Andy clearly dismissed, like did not know what her name was because he's mm-hmm. like had to stumble reading the prompter, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. ridiculous. And then mispronounced it and pretty much every other cast member's name. Yeah. It was, I was like literally cringing watching it. Like I was like, Andy, 
or someone at Bravo, like if you know Andy's not watching this show, can you give him a five minute primer before he gets on the air so that he can actually say these people's names correctly? Because it's so fucking insulting. It's so. And and again, like I'm Italian American and people pronounce my first name wrong all the time. And this is just like to get a mammogram. Yeah. This isn't even like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm just at, this isn't, you know what I mean? Like this is to, to get like, you know, my, my psoriasis checked yes, out. Yes. Like this isn't on national television and it's like, so it, it doesn't put me on the spot really. And that much more, but like this is national television, you know? I mean, and Bali, like I'm sure when she heard him call her Bali, like it's the fact that she still kept it together and answered the questions like I probably would have gotten a little flustered. I mean, I don't know, maybe not because like you, people mispronounce my name all the time. Do What do people pronounce your first name as? Well, like they say Indra, which is incorrect, but that's the most common thing that like people who don't grow up speaking Hindi or hearing yeah. that like say. And so it's okay. That's fine. Do people ever be like Indy? Uh, that has been a nickname by some friends from time to time. And that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. we actually know, uh, a couple who similar situation, the dad is white and the mom is Indian and they have a daughter named Indra, but they mm. call her Indy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like beyond the like cute middle school pet name that it was for me for a little while, like I would really, if someone just like voluntarily would call, started calling me Indy, I'd probably be like, I'd rather you didn't call me that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I mean, I just, ba- like when you say Bally, it's like, it's so clear that her name is Bali on the show. Like there's no question about it. It's like, okay, you clearly give, yeah. have never seen this show and have given like no shits about it. Like just none, none at all. And it's just really, I was almost like it would be better if she wasn't even on than to have Well, you this. think of like, I imagine there's this whole walk toward the stage to sit in the chair where yeah. the assistant or whatever is briefing him. Yeah. And especially in our Lord's year of 2022, of we know so much about like cultural respect yeah. and um, how much a name plays into that, respecting, and in this case, both culturally and with a show that's on air. Yeah. That I don't understand why that, who were who the other two guests? So that's the other thing. It was Karen Hugh okay great you know Potomac was on but then it was Eva who used to be on Atlanta America's next and who was on Real Girlfriends or Real Ex-Housewives or whatever and it's like what the fuck she's not on a current show right now put her behind the bar and have Bali sitting in that chair like and honestly like she kind of took up a lot of the airtime during the episode and it was super fucking boring Eva yeah it was all about her new, her new BET show, which like, great, oh. we want to promote whatever she's doing, but not at the expense of a show that's actually on your network, Bravo, yeah. like with a full cast of people of color too. like, what the fuck? It's just like, 
it's insulting. I'm like, I can't believe we're in season three of this show. And this is how the cast is being treated still. I'm wondering. So we have a Bravo contact that we're back and forth. Is it worth reaching out to them and just being like, hey, like we are just like little disappointed that I feel like making noise on social media is actually the best thing we can do because like People are seeing it like the comments are wild when I post stuff. I love it. People are like mad about it and they t- they're they tagging Andy. They're tagging Bravo like, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe we should bring it up with them too. It's kind of like, I feel like there's this whole dance of like, we don't want to piss them off or not. And I'm kind of like, fuck it, whatever. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, fuck it. I think it's just like. I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of like an outlier's quality to us. Again, like we do have contact with. Yeah. Not to toot our own horn, but like I do think that there is a little bit of an outliers with us versus other Bravo podcasts. podcasts. Yeah. And so it's like I think in going into 2023 and I feel like the older you and I get and we've been at this for like almost three years supporting it. And it's just like, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? (laughs) And I just like want to reiterate. It's just like, again, like people get my name wrong all the time. Yeah. They see it and they say Dina, they say Diana. And then sometimes they're like, can I just call you Diana? And I'm like, well, that's not the name. No, you know, and it's like also insulting when I, I don't even go when I, you know, and when they're like, oh, what's your name? And they write your name on yeah. at like a coffee shop. I won't even say my name because it's just like triggering I bet. the labor yeah. of like seeing how they spell it. And I know it's like phonetically looks different. My name because it's with one end. Yeah, but it's just like I again, like that's just in like getting my fucking like chai tea yes. that's gonna call me down it's not on national tv i'm not getting prepped and primed for it no. and ha- like having makeup artists and i think it's just like this stuff needs to be talked about because like there is so much respect and maybe it's just because i'm in higher education right now and it's kind of really nailed into teachers yeah about how uh, how you show respect so- yeah yeah and there's even like a thing when you kind of sign into classes it's called like name coaching yeah and you say your name the way you want it to be pronounced interesting and it's like I you know it, this isn't on national tv and this isn't a television show that's been on for three seasons yeah yeah no and and it's it's just it, it it's I, I just guess I'm just curious of the conversations that happen behind closed doors with Bravo with regard with to the Andy TV show in general. Because this is a specific problem with Andy. And like he he just has that like fuck it, I don't care energy about so much stuff mm-hmm. that I could just see him totally not being receptive to feedback around this, you know, when it's when like really it's it's a microaggression like it is i'm i'm sorry it's 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 rude and i think it's just like i don't know it's the carelessness you know of kind of this is your job you know i'm not going to excuse if it, it was is like his once, job maybe <laughs> he's getting paid you know so is, much to do this stupid shit imagine if god got to heaven <laughs> you know like okay so say like if you believe in god and you're sitting at the pearly gates and saint peter again this is catholicism which i'm not catholic but yeah it's ingrained in me because it's my dna yeah like lets you through the pearly gates and god's sitting down and he's like dina <laughs> dina blanco and i'd be like <laughs> What the fuck? You know, but this is kind of Andy because he is. 
He's both Saint Peter, yeah, letting you through the pearly gates, and he's God. You know, so it's like fuck that. It's so true. Okay, I just have to tell one <laughs> final story about names. Put us behind the bar. That's what. Put okay. us behind the goddamn bar. I'm gonna put it out there right now. There needs to <laughs> be a reunion for, for this Books show. For there needs to be a reunion, and they need to have you and me. Put host us. It. Oh my god! <laughs> Could you fucking believe it? Well, we would, I mean, you can't have Bravo Andy hosting a reunion for a show he's never seen and he can't pronounce any of the people's names. Like, come on. I have to tell yes. one more story about names because it's my mom. Oh, I, I, we could, <laughs> this is an important, this is an important topic for a South Asian podcast yes. is cultural, yes. how to culturally pronounce your name. I, I believe this is totally on totally. point. And I want to hear from, is it okay before I, oh, I yeah, just yeah. stop you? I want to hear from listeners, like what yes. is the most like, what are they saying about your name? Yes. Are they joking about it? Because like people, you know, they don't know how to take a correction in name, I realize. You with know my what? Name. I want okay. people to drop us a voice memo. Oh my God. And we'll play at it. Family Karma Cast with a K at gmail.com. Send us a voice memo and we will put it on our next podcast. I actually want, I want to take it further okay. on your social media yeah. tag, like say like, or do a TikTok. This is how people think my name is pronounced, yeah. but this is the way it's pronounced, yep. you know? And I think it's just like, we can all learn from something. Totally. Um, and so Indra, let's say your name. So I-N-D-R-A. It's Indra. If Indra. you're pronouncing it, if you're like a okay. native Hindi speaker or you've been around like Indian accents your whole life you should be able to say Indra but I recognize that like a lot of people who have not grown up around that can't so if it's not that then say Indra I prefer Indra. that to Indra but wait so say it again so say just it, Indra the difference again like the J is the part that's like it's I understand why people do it but I'd prefer it just to be Indra so Indra. yeah exactly but it's okay like I just want to tell the story about my mom it's though. okay and it's not okay okay keep going um so my mom's name is Jotsna Raj which is Jotsna is a tricky name but it's can you spell it j-y-o-t-s-n-a it's pretty phonetic honestly Jotsna yeah like Am I you, yeah Jotsna Jotsna and so she like is a, a part of all these groups here in Boulder which is super white and she's like the only person of color at any of these things and this one lady was like went up to her and called her Raj which is something that happens to all of us in our family all the time I get Wait, called Raj what? on a regular basis Why? because people will see Raj and they've heard it before. Oh. So they just assume that that's my first name when it's clearly in and, the last and we're name not, box. We're not passing you the football. No. You know what I mean? It's not like we're on the field and we're saying, Raj, no, go deep. No, no, no. So this woman calls my mom Raj and she goes, actually, my name is Jotsna. Like, please call me Jotsna. And she's like, oh, that's hard. I think I'm just going to call you Raj. Yeah. And my mom was like, okay. And she, she was like, I'm going to call you your last name then too. Is that okay? And then this woman like didn't know what to say. And I was like, fuck yeah, mom. Good for her. Like, Good for her. It's so, it's so insulting. It's like, oh, it's so I insulting. can't take the time to even try. Like I've had people in my life who have really tried to like be able to say my, my name a certain like, correctly or whatever and it's hard for them and and they and they end up just saying something else and that's okay because like 
I know they tried, you know, like it's, yeah. it's just like when someone's like, I'm just going to call you this because that's I, what I told you. That's what they say to me. Cause so it's like with my up. name, it's, you can say Deanna or Diana. like yeah. either one's fine. I'm named after an ancestor, Anna. So it's like, yeah, it's D on like my mom called me Diana and my dad calls me Diana. So it's like, whatever. oh, I, okay. Well, interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and Andrew calls me Diana and other people call me Diana. So it's like, whatever. But a lot of people be like, oh, like Princess Diana. And I'm like, not really. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, I told you, it's like, it's like, can I just call you Diana? No, no, no. You know, or and it's just like this assumption. It's just like, it's so like, what am I supposed to say? Yeah, you know? And also, I know. like, of course, and it's I've tiring. had jokes named about. Yeah, it's 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 exhausting. And it's like, I remember I just like when I was younger, I just wanted a, a name that phonetically made sense yeah you know I would be like why didn't my parents put the extra n in it or whatever yeah but that's just the way it goes and it's like you know especially a female I feel like addressing their name is a, definitely like of course with anyone a sign of respect and it's like again I'm gonna get into the social justice aspect but like there's such a hierarchy with like the patriarchy and it's like when you are especially insisting on calling a woman like and especially a woman of color a different name it's like yeah we are like trying to be the authority and yeah. that there's no room for that in 2022 no there's not there really is not not so bravo get it straight andy fucking figure your shit out because it's not cool anymore and i was just i was literally appalled honestly i feel like i would rather have bali actually sitting in a chair than like whatever bullshit that was the other night like i wish he hadn't put our queen on on the throne put our queen on the throne exactly okay so let's talk about the episode we're like 20 minutes in um okay so the first thing we see is rishi and monica in the rain and he's admitting that he lied about the timeline of knowing this information I think I, it's interesting the social media feedback on yes yes go say more and should we say I mean people do not believe him <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> to put it very bluntly, um, the I've seen Run Monica Run. Um, I've seen. <laughs> I I don't think you, I've seen any comments that are like, "Oh, I don't think he did it." Everyone is like, just, "He's fucking cheating. Leave him." Like all this. I shit. am just like, uh, uh, it's <laughs> tough. Okay, so I think like the thing we should keep in mind yeah. is. Male Bravo celebrities, the track record for them <laughs> is like low. Jacks rings out at fifty percent, you know, of a good person. <laughs> oh no, way so below he's that. Like the like, he's is like Jacks the median. Who would be the median? Austin, who like? Oh my god, Madison, Madison, while he's pushing down his boner, like oh, who is like? <laughs> remember. I mean, but we want we want more for the family karma that's men. The, but that's but what I have we to expect, say. and so I can't. I'm just saying like we can't fault people like this isn't like a normal male again we're Jax Taylor which Andrew and I talk about more often than not about (laughs) when Jax stole the sunglasses from the sunglass (laughs) in Hawaii and spent the like night in jail right he, and, but then he had to go back for trial or something it was like but that's make our median up. like why did he steal those sunglasses we will never know i mean know. like it just uh, makes no fucking sense no. like these brought or like you know we have vicky like 
Vicky's ex, Vicky G's ex from OC lying about cancer. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have these terrible, but like, can you think of this. other? No, this is like, here's what I'm just going to say. I do think something happened that was Monica would be upset about. I like don't nefarious? know if it was like full on cheating or what was happening. But like, I feel like there's too much specific information like about the text Can you go message. through the specific? OK, go through the specific information, because I think like a lot of stuff. Yeah. OK, so I think like I think like if I was him, I would be like like oof, like loosening my tie a little bit like off the hook because so much drama is now about who said what rather yeah. than him getting like him maybe cheating on Monica does that make sense well and, now and it's he's turned and into that's like coming who's from on him first. he's like gaslighting her like that when he says that whole crazy thing like why did Brian tell me to told her to, 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 to like tell blah 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 it like, is like that yeah. is that is that is gaslighting right like that is when you are trying to like turn the story into something else to deflect yeah. from not quite Ralph gaslighting from Atlanta. Yeah. No. Remember Ralph? <laughs> no, 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 oh no, 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 no. That is. And, but then that's a standard Bravo man. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're working with the Ralphs. We're working with, but I'm Rishi, trying to think of who else. Rishi is different like, than that. But I mean, let's just talk about him throughout the episode because we see him a lot talking to different people about the situation and like like the conversation with Amrit at the bachelor party where they like go outside and they're and he's like, Amrit, I wish you had come to me like all this stuff. And Amrit's like, like, I know what it's like. to. They're not bros, though, really. Right. I think Amrit is absolutely more loyal to Monica than Rishi. Right. That's what it seems like to me. Um, but like I've heard it like. You said, I no, I think Sneha said it in our last recap and other people have said it too on social media. He's very robotic about, when he talks about it. Like it's very like Who? <clears throat> Rishi. He's like, yeah, it shouldn't have been like this. Like all these things like, no, I never lied to you. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it's very, it's, it's like smooth to the point of being robotic almost mm -hmm. where I think it's, starting to be like okay this is a little too even keel here like like it's orchestrated are you saying he orchestrated it before he was going to address it i don't think he to orchestrated make sure his ducks it. in a row i don't think he orchestrated Wait, it does I think orchestrate it means you like you planned something you draw out yeah. the plans yeah like you need to plan it like you need to have the blueprint before you start talking about i it. don't think he has a blueprint i think he's trying to do damage control and I think he's trying to just like play it as cool as possible to try and like bring down any suspicion. But it's so cool that it's like now I'm even more suspicious. <laughs> That's kind of what I feel. I don't know. What do you think? I think it's interesting that like the call and this is not call coming from inside the house, meaning him. Yeah. It's like the calls coming inside the house of your family. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that you know is what I mean. Okay, so it's not like some random like, you know, girl on No, it's Instagram. your brother and his girlfriend. And that Did is the brother say something? We're not seeing any of that. I'm like, wouldn't I you was, be I fucking told you, mad I was like, get them your... on the get them on our <laughs> podcast. Raise your hands. Oh my gosh. So Nearja If you would like things Nearja okay. posted some stuff in her Instagram stories, which I put 
in a reel on our Instagram. And then she asked me to take it down because she said it was Which wasn't, we respect. We respect. Yeah, she said it wasn't about it wasn't about Rishi and Monica or Rishi and that it was about like someone else, something with a relationship and she didn't want to like rock the boat with the family. And so I was it like, just happened to come up on the same week. Yeah. That this I'm not sure t- I oh, believe yeah, okay. that. I'm not sure, sure I believe I'll it. I'll say sure Jan that meme. Look it up. Yeah. She said, so but basically we respect. We'll take down whatever you want because yeah. it's like, we're not out to fucking get anyone. No, I'm it's not, not gotcha trying to, podcast. and I'm not trying to mess with people's families. And that's the part that I, that was a good point when you said that Indra I was like that's why I mean one of the reasons why I love you because it's like we're not you're not doing that you know we're not no it's not it like whatever it was whatever but like Nirja and Rish and Sonath are a part of this whole equation and I'm like Rishi like what is going on with your fan like this is like a crisis within your family, kind of like with your brother and his girlfriend. Could you imagine like if you and I had the kid? Okay, so I actually was thinking during this episode because yeah. I watched it like an hour ago or an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And like, I think with Amrit, like I sympathize a little bit of letting the cat out of the bag because yeah. it's like, have you ever had information and it's just burning on the tip of your tongue and you're just like, I got to get it out. Yeah. And then on top of that, you're anxious about it. It's not even gossipy, but then you have the cameras on you and then you have probably a producer being like, what'd you hear? Oh my God. What are you going to tell? Yeah. How can we set what, what, what dinner or lunch or breakfast do you want us to set up tomorrow? Andy do you had tell nine Monica mimosas. T- <laughs> and, and you're like, do you want to tell Monica tomorrow? And you're like, fuck no. no you know what I yeah. mean and they're like but we gotta set something up tomorrow I think like the thing is we forget and I always say with Vishal and the drinking I'm not excusing it but the pressure it's not just you and I talking on a podcast or talking like over a beer or whatever yeah. there's producers in the ear you know yes. what I mean it's the yes. same thing of That's Giselle really point. I mean Giselle is like getting real dirty on Potomac but yeah. Giselle is just like stirring the turd because the the producers are like someone's got to do it, it out. yeah. And Amrith is like doing the most this season. I have to say, and you can tell the regret, yeah, of just like on his face. Oh yeah, you know and, what I mean. But when he was talking to Rish, and he was like, "Rishi, I know what it like. I'm a guy too. I know what it's like to think I with know, your that dick." Was, wow, when he said that, I was, I was like, like Amrith is like, basically saying like, "I think." This might be true. That well, was how I, was I read like, that. This is some good cop, bad cop <laughs> shit. Right? <laughs> they brought the good cop in. Maybe Monica was like bad cop. And then it's like, here comes good cop. And it's like, oh, my putting God. the pictures on the table and being like, I know how it goes. <laughs> I know how it goes. <laughs> Isn't it? It really was. And Rishi just held held to his story. And like and then when Bali at the party is like, if any of this is true, like, see you later. And he's like, oh, yeah, totally. You know, like it's it's so interesting because if he is lying, it's like people who are able to lie. I'm not saying he is, but yeah. like people who are. And it's even more so because I feel like if people lie with that calm demeanor, you're actually convincing yourself yeah. like you didn't because you. We can convince ourselves. I mean, look at like politics right now. Oh, we can convince ourselves. We didn't go. Th- they're like, I didn't murder that person. <laughs> Gravity doesn't <laughs> exist. You know what I mean? We didn't go to the moon. 
Oh you my know the God. Like, you can convince yourself of anything. And so it's like, yeah. if it comes out that he's cheating, he really will feel fill in like, the, the typical male Bravo celebrity of like, you convince yourself that things are good and like yeah. nothing happened. And it's just like, we don't want this for the family karma cast with a C. No, no, we really don't. And I really don't want this for Monica. Like, I, so she says in her confessional, like, I'm going to give him time to kind of like prove himself again. And, um, but then they're talking about engagement. I, I know. The- I know. And I think that's what she means by prove himself which is like you know there's just so many layers i was thinking she's gonna be like if he he needs to like pull the trigger and like we want to confirm right they follow each other right now they are following each other now but they didn't for many months and she removed all the pictures of them together i think from her feed um so i think we also can i also keep something in mind sorry i just want to like he is a newfound celebrity and i think we see with like hot guys on bravo it's like you get like you have the the women are in your dms but then it's like when you get that first season yeah i'm not saying the person necessarily changes they can but but it's a whole other pool of women it's a whole other attraction of women and men you know whatever floats your boat and I think it's just like some people cave and some people don't. Uh, yeah. On Bravo, we usually see it cave and cheating. And, oh, yeah. you know, we see it a lot in Vanderpump, of course. Oh, my God. I mean, and we're in this we're in this DM culture where like all these hot women in Miami are probably reaching out to Rishi on a daily basis. Or you see him at bottle service and you're at yeah. a club and you're there and to meet someone. And he parties a lot. And Bali says like he parties a lot and like he's he's in the restaurant business like he's making contacts he's making connections like it's part of his professional life to be out so there is those layers right because then on top of it you're you're now a bravo liberty yes so and that's why it's like we never see like We've seen so many people in the Bravo world, especially on Housewives. How many marriages like really like make it through? Like Dorit and PK are still together. Like I know Kyle and Mauricio, <laughs> which it's like but there's all, been questions. But all of them have had cheating rumors. Like it's it's like it's never it's never simple. So um, okay, so Brian and Amrith meet to talk about what went down, and Amrith's like Brian, you see how this looks, right? Like. It looks like you're trying to like give him a heads up. And honestly, there's no other way to read it. Brian did say, though, which is uh, along the family lines. He's like, you know, I wanted to give him a heads up because these are his family members that are talking about shit. Wow. I didn't hear that part. That makes sense. It does make sense. Right. Like, I do think that that makes sense. But I also know that Brian, he said to Anisha, like, it's bro code. And it's like, okay, Brian, like, I'm I'm not into that. I'm not. In, did I have I told you about that meme I just learned about like Saturdays for the boys? No. Someone what in, is that? Oh my god! I was like, I've never been so sick about something my whole life. Like, I, I can just picture so guess, how disgusting it is, like I, without knowing it's just anything. Like, yeah, like I guess like so people in class were showing me. They're like, I'm old. I'm the oldest, so they're like, you've never heard Saturdays for the boys or whatever, and it'll be like like posters of like oh yeah we can like hang out on Friday but Saturday is always for the boys and I'm like I do not appreciate this culture at all that is 
That like makes me want to actually throw up. Like, are you fucking I know. kidding me? And it'll me? be like a wedding picture and all the groomsmen will be lined up and they'll have like a banner that says Saturdays for the boys and they're all like tossing back Molson's and shit. And, and it's like, like, this is your wedding day? Like, what the I know. <laughs> And and that's what it gives me, you know what I mean? Or like, don't bother me when the game's on. Like, oh, oh, really? You know what I mean? How can we become so... It's just... How many times have I said the the phrase toxic masculinity on this podcast? (laughs) Like, there we go. Just more of it. And like, Brian is Imagine if I was like, periods for the girls. Like, don't bother me for five days. Can we start like, a Andrea, meme? My girlfriends are the only ones allowed to call me during my period and bother me. Like, you know, oh my periods God, like, for the bye girls. Bye, five days off. Oh Bleedings my for God. the girls. Oh, my God. I mean, I, Brian, I feel like I bring up periods on this. I know people are like, I want to barf, but hey. No, I whatever. Reproductive rights, you know? like No. Um, Brian, we love Brian. Like, I love Brian. I do think he does have a bit of this like dude bro arrested thing. development. Yeah. Is well, that mean yeah. to say? What? Is that too harsh? It might be arrested development or not well, really. In some aspects, right? Like I think he would admit to that too in some ways. But I mean he acknowledges that like he was wrong. Amrit acknowledges that like he should have said something to Monica way before yeah. he did. And then he's like, I'll be sad if you don't come to the bachelor party. Like you're invited. The Brian was so excited when he said he could come. And um, yeah. And then they have like a little chat about Avni, like what's going on and like whatever. So we know she's going to be there. Um so and then they they have these little like the scenes with the parents and the confessionals asking them about bachelor parties. Right. And so Amrit's parents are like, no, we never like what's a bachelor? We didn't even know what that was. But Brian's dad was like, what did he say? It was like, like boo pictures. He went yeah. to a bachelor party in St. Louis and there were like pictures in his of women like in his bedside table that brian saw and he was like whoa (laughs) i know and like i don't know i kind of respect i mean as i don't know people have different relationships i was gonna say unless you're having sex with someone you know for your bachelor which or bachelorette which happens like it does yeah what are your feelings about bachelor and bachelorette parties? Do you well, have any? I don't think they're an excuse to cheat, cheat on your partner who you're going to marry, like sometimes <laughs> the next day so. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like a fun way to get together with your friends and like do yeah. whatever you want. Like, I don't think you have to have like, like for women you or, or men, like you don't have to have strippers. Like if you want to go oh. and have like a wellness retreat with your friends or you want to just. Sure. Oh, like, I would take that over. I mean, I'm for strippers. I'm very much for strippers, but I would take like a like a spa retreat over strippers any day. Oh, my God. I know. It's like this is I what I like about them is I think it's an opportunity for the bride and groom or whoever that's getting married to like. do something fun that they want to do exactly with their friends and whoever um and yeah but like the whole culture around it i don't know 
Like getting blackout and and like having sex with someone and <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not your partner. <laughs> and if that's your th- if that's your if arrangement, that's what you want to do, I'd fully yeah, if, support yeah, it. That could be fine for some relationships. You don't. If it's know. like a white lotus situation where <laughs> yeah. it's like you both are gonna do your own thing. Yes, definitely. Um, okay, so then they're getting ready for the bachelor party. Um, Theo's going. Theo, I loved all the shots of Theo. I know, and I loved. Did you see that when they were all taking shots, they had a shot of Theo drinking water out of his bowl? Oh, I missed that. Oh, that's so Isn't cute. Isn't that so cute? They were all taking shots and it's just like a quick of Theo just like drinking out of his bowl. I was like, yes, everyone needs to take a little bit of some liquid. I love it. I love that they just rented like a sweet house. Amrit said it's in, I don't know what neighborhood it was, but he called it the neighborhood of Miami. I love it. There was a pool in the back. Like his, their friends look so fun. Like their friends from Chicago came. It seemed like a really fun party. Um, so Amrit is going back there to work as a partner. I guess I'm just like curious about those facts. Oh, like his professional thing? Yeah. yeah. So like he came back to Miami. Because they bought the ha- the condo. A couple years ago. Yeah, I think at this point. But I thought he was going back and forth. No, no. Now they live in Miami like full time. Okay. He just works in the office there. And now he's a partner, which is amazing. Um, okay, so then they show this scene of Vishal and Richa at this apartment they're staying at, which is one of Lopa Auntie's yeah. properties in Miami while they're waiting to close on like another house or something. Um, so this conversation, let's just talk about this, the whole arc with Vishal in this episode from this yeah. conversation through to the end where he admits that he thinks he has a drinking problem. So I... <sighs> I mean, I think, again, it's like we see Richa like just being like, it's not about like me expecting blah, blah, blah. It's like, I want you to live like I'm worried about your house. She says, like, I want you to live. And like, I don't know what it's like to have Crohn's. I don't know enough about the disease. Yeah. But she said in the confessional that like, fatigue is part of it like I'm imagining like major GI stuff probably comes up after like a night of binge drinking or whatever and um it's probably like like if you lose enough water in your body like it can be life-threatening I would imagine right like I'm sure um and she's just like he can't black out every weekend. And, and she says to him, like, I feel like I'm not worth coming home to. Like, she was yeah. really expressing a lot of hurt around all of this. And and another thing she said that was interesting to me was she said, like, she said she wasted money on the wedding. Um, and now Vishal wants her to put money into the house that they're going to buy. Yeah. Um, but she's not. But then that ties into the, like, marriage part of it and signing the marriage license and stuff like that so there's definitely some other dynamics going on with them beyond the drinking like around Mm -hmm. financial stuff which I think is also a real thing in many relationships and kind of the commingling of their assets at this point like they're buying a place together potentially and Vishal says like I think it's important for you to like 
be in on it financially with me and like so those yeah, are things it's they so haven't hard worked to hear out that. either you know yeah well it's so hard to jump from like I think this happens and we've talked about it with weddings and stuff you yeah. want to get to the nitty gritty of okay let's buy the house and not taking care of like the garbage surrounding your trash can mm-hmm. yeah yeah as like uh you know as the Toltec things talks about if you've read that book uh the four agreements by miguel ruiz but it's like you need to clean up the garbage before you kind of like have aspects to literally build a house with someone which is what he wants to do or purchase property yeah and um yeah yeah it's it's like there's more going on i think in their conversations around their relationship than just the drinking issue yeah um and it's hard because they've been doing long distance for so long and it it's like taking the next step yeah and it's not gonna be a traditional sort of setup because they have said they're gonna have a place in memphis and a place in miami so yeah maybe it's like Richa wants to buy the place in Memphis and Vishal mm. will own the place in Miami or whatever. I don't know. It just sounds like they haven't really worked those things out completely at for, in this scene. Like maybe since then they have. We'll mm. find out more, I guess. But um, like this is all stuff that would be so great for Watch What Happens Live. I just have to say mm. once again, like having these people on to like get more information about what's going on and whatever. Like I wish... I wish the network would do more with that. But anyway, um, I think this is a good lesson, though. Well, not the watch what happens, but it's like, like, pay attention to the conversations you have with your partner, boyfriend, friend or whatever. And it's like, what are they asking for? Yeah. And what do I need? And what do they need to get there? And then it's like, sometimes like you're just talking past each other. Mm -hmm. because like Vishal wants the real estate stuff taken care of. And then Richa was just like I need the you know life stuff yeah and like um especially regarding your health which is huge to create a life together um and it just seems like they're at first they were just not they were missing the mark with each other yeah and so at the bachelor part so Vishal is in a bad place doesn't go to the first day of the bachelor party and then shows up with Richa the second day and Richa decides to not drink in solidarity with Mm. him which a lot of people have been like commenting about like if she wants him to make this change like she needs to do it too I guess it is our business I mean I don't know how I feel about that remember Sheena (laughs) Shea when her (laughs) do you remember when her ex-husband got sober and she's like yeah I like she was like getting hammered in front of him. Do you remember that? Oh, she was justifying. Oh yeah, the one that or they like ended how, up getting divorced. Yeah, it was something interesting. Like, and again, I think Bravo shows us a lot of different angles for substance misuse, abuse, or maybe not so much of like. Yeah, Sheena Shea was justifying like if she monitored his alcohol intake. Do you remember this? Like, it was fine. I know. I mean, I don't think that there's a right answer, honestly. No, when, and I. When- when someone in a couple is getting sober like I don't think there's a right answer for how the other person needs to handle that um, because it's probably different for every person and everyone's addictions probably look different than other people's I would imagine 
Yeah, I mean, there's like, there's different angles of doing, you know, addiction stuff. There is like harm reduction, which is like, you're not going to get blackout drunk. Yeah. And you're going to have like a drink or two and monitor it, which is hard to do with alcohol. Yeah. Uh, Or there's just like the abstinence, like basically 12 step where it's just like, I can't even touch it. And yeah. like how the other person responds. And that's when I, it's so interesting because like, a, a, which you, I think you listen to this podcast and I don't, but like I read the headlines of like the Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard stuff is so interesting because yeah. it's like he's sober and she talks a lot about um, using certain things. Does she? So I've not, like I, I stopped listening to the podcast because it's Spotify only and I don't oh, use Spotify. Um, but I mean, she was never on the podcast. So the only part mm. of the story I heard was from Dax. And okay, I guess I always assumed that maybe Kristen was sober too. No, she even talked about, I think she smokes, she smokes pot and she drinks. And she even talked about she did mushrooms lately and he got them for her. Okay. Because he, he, which is like, you know, to each their own, but it's just like, there's all these different ways of approaching your partner yeah. getting sober. And I think it's just, I want to say only a qualified clinician mm-hmm. can like one assist two provide input mm-hmm. uh, and three, like create the course for the couple. Yeah. I'm really glad you said that, like, because this is something that's pretty serious and like, it doesn't matter what my opinion is or your opinion mm. or any anyone on social media. We only media. see a little bit of yeah of these two people, like their relationship, and you know, it, 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 there's basically like there's so much low self-efficacy and shame tied to drinking and substance abuse and alcoholism and yeah. what have you that it's like we all have shame and we all have a bit of low self-efficacy. You sh- you know, but like like we all have to deal with it differently. And some of us like work out a lot and some of us drink and it's like, we can't really comment on someone else's shame. Yeah. I just feel like it's just so judgmental. And especially this is why people have a problem talking about, you know, recovery and Mm -hmm. trying to get sober because there is so much dialogue out there on social media commenting on people of how you know they're doing things incorrectly it's like yeah we have such a problem in this country with addiction it's like it's like I think it it is so much a problem mm-hmm. more so than ever before it's a bipartisan issue and it's not talked about enough because there is so much judgment yeah and shame surrounding it and it's like we're not doing it any justice when we look at Vishal and we say, well, they need to do this. They need to yeah, do this. And why aren't yeah. they doing this? Because that's just putting that energy out there that makes it so stigmatized and makes things so hidden. And that's why you have people going in the garage and sneaking yeah, the vodka during yeah. the Christmas parties because they're embarrassed. And you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I And that's my thing. It's again, I'm like studying all this shit and be to be a clinician that treats people with it but like I just I just think it's like the time people are dying like yeah like we can't we can't shame people well this is one of the first times I've seen on Bravo at the end of the episode someone so clearly say I like I have a problem like at right. the start of like they haven't worked through it yet they're like in the middle of the problem like he's talking to Amrit about like why he couldn't be there that first Mm. day and how it's connected to these drinking issues. And he's, he's in real time saying like, 
I do think I have an issue with alcohol and he's clearly at the very beginning stages of like figuring this out. Right. And like Mm -hmm. that, I don't think I've seen that on Bravo before. Like I've seen people get sober and talk about it. When Luan was arrested in actually Miami for public intoxication. So uh, I haven't seen that season. Does she actually like go through the sobriety thing on camera? Luan's, Luann's, you know, I don't want to say she's tragic, but it, it it is a struggle with Luann for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, with privilege and stuff. But Luann, you know, she struggles with sobriety. Yes. She struggles yeah. with sobriety. And, and that is something where we have seen her tr- try to get sober through abstinence and then yeah. doing like the harm reduction and then it kind of spins out and stuff like that. And it's... Yeah. Um, I guess we do see I, that a lot. But like to see someone like saying it on camera to their friend so earnestly. Did Erica say it? I forget. At the end of the season, did she end up... Did she, she think did, she had a but, problem? But everything on Beverly Hills feels so stage to me yeah that's so true i don't know this just felt really authentic maybe it's like we have seen it and on bravo before but this felt very very real to me in a way that i don't know kind of just struck a chord with me and i think that like it's it's interesting to see vishal like say this at this point and it'll be interesting to see how the season progresses and then yeah. what we see afterwards, just, you know? Yeah, I really think like we need to have like and I say this a lot, like more compassion with other people because yeah. it is like I do believe it's a, a reflection of compassion with ourselves because it's like such a struggle to be compassionate with yourself. Yeah. And and, and I believe it's all tied. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's like we want to hold other people accountable yeah and have the bar at a certain way and i do believe it's the same way with our internal dialogue of like well i should be here yeah and so i'm not going to be compassionate with myself and so therefore i'm going to not be compassionate with people i see on screen yeah 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 and i just want to keep throwing that out there because it's like there's enough bullies there's enough people out there that are you know our policy right now and i'm going to go on is does not support addiction you know, the average stay for treatment is like $1,000 a day and health insurance is not paying for it yeah. for a majority of people. And so it's like, why not, you know, I always believe do the punk rock thing. And I'll say it just like, do the opposite of what the government's doing. Like have compassion for people that want to get treatment, no matter yeah. if it's inpatient or with you know, just trying to be sober or whatever, like go against the grain in that. You you want to say fuck the government, then have compassionate for people that want to get sober and go through, you know, addiction treatment, whether on their own or with a structured system, because it's like the government doesn't have compassion for it. So let's do, go above and beyond and have compassion for it. Yeah. I know I'm like ranting, but I just like, I don't think we talk enough about addiction in this country and how serious it is and what lack of compassion we have for people who struggle with it. Yeah, totally. I think that's really true. Um, And and I guess that brings up the whole thing of Amrit was so mad at Vishal for not coming to the first day of his party and um and then they have this conversation and it feels like it's very complicated right like it's it's like there it's Amrit's big day and then it's also like Vishal's in crisis turning this chapter if we think of these books of our lives 
Amrit's turning into the chapter of like, okay, this is the first step to the wedding season or whatever it is. And then Vishal's turning this chapter of like, okay, I need to really dissect my relationship with alcohol and mental health and all these yeah. Crohn's disease and all these layers, low self-efficacy being the life of the party. And it's like the chapter is not turning on on the same page. You know, Amrit's exactly. like page 110 and yeah. like Vishal's is, and they're two different books. It's page 20. Exactly. And so and, it's like, and they're both reading at their own places and they're not seeing where the other yeah, one is in the plot. And it's understandable yeah. that it's going to be an ongoing conversation. And it's like so hard for us to look at life through like, we have our own lenses, you know, yeah. and, and doing like looking, being in someone else's shoes is very hard, especially in these 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 crossroads in our lives. Yeah. I mean, when Amrit's like, I've been there for him for all of this stuff through his wedding. Why it. can't he be there for me? Absolutely get it. Vishal's like, I'm going to lose my marriage. I'm dealing with I these very huge, like big existential things in my life. Like I couldn't be there. Like I get that too. It's like totally there. That's such a good way to explain it, Deanna. And I think that like, yeah, there's no like team Amrit or Vishal on this one. It's just no. like we're seeing this very real dynamic bef- between friends dealing with big this life This isn't things. a Diana, team Diana versus team Sutton situation. No. You know what I mean? Like no. this is like, this is very complicated, which it's like, I did feel bad with Diana. And congratulations to her. I hear she's pregnant she's again. She's pregnant that again. She, and she's she 49. Good for her. You That's know, wild. I, I know. Kenya had her baby at 49 too, actually. Did she? Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I know she was older. And like, you know, I we can't help but think of this Christmas season of Diana's husband thinking the, singing those <laughs> singing Christmas, those Christmas, Christmas and Eric singing along. <laughs> so Asher, she, I just want to touch because a, a year ago a year ago this season <laughs> we saw a truly iconic oh my god in Housewives history so shout out to an, a first year anniversary to that yeah totally um okay the other thing is that back to the Rishi situation, Amrit and yeah. Nicholas, when Rishi shows up, they are apologizing left and right to this man. Good job, Rishi. Good job. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think of I'm not saying he's a manipulator, but like it is very like Ralph and like who else is a gaslighter on the housewives? Like who's a oh, great there's gaslighter? so many like I haven't seen Bethany? all of Miami yet, but Lenny it seems like probably is oh i've been reading headlines i'm like what is going on with this messiness yeah there's so many people who are just monsters <laughs> i love how bravo. the thesis um, of this is like, like monsters on bravo but we don't think i don't think family a monster are, are no. involved in that, i don't think like, rishi is a monster i, I do think I that don't. he maybe took some missteps in this in whatever's going on here and i hope we get answers about it can i just say that Monica showing up to the bachelor party with a bottle of red wine <laughs> in the sunny Miami weather know, was like such that, a move. That is a move. Uh, you know, the thick, the taste of thick red wine going in your mouth on a, like a oh 90 degree day in Miami um, like, is not my I'll thing. I'll have a glass of Merlot. Yeah. <laughs> So funny. And Brian is like going to the mall with his mom to get rainbow clothing. Like, oh my gosh. Brian is such a mama's boy. It's so funny. Um, Okay. So then we kind of talked about Amrit and Vishal's thing. And Bali speaks to Rish. 
And she says, like, she gives him kudos for, like, even being at the party, but then kind of turns and is like, if any of this is true, like, not good. Um, And... Yeah, it's uh, and then we see Avni and Brian kind Did of like French flirting, the, and everyone's um, telling them to kiss. Like, yeah, in the pantry. <laughs> yeah, they definitely did. You hear the little kissing sounds, so something is going on between them. But she also says in the confessional, she's like, "Brian's going to be a yeah. great guy for someone else." Like, so we already know they're not together. Like, that's clear. Um, which was an interesting move, I thought, for them to be like not even have any questions around I mean, that let's they're be like they're she not was dating brought in for another phase right and i'm not saying shade but like they mm-hmm. wanted to bring new blood can we into get it, near so john like, the show like, like why isn't near john the show i want to get her on this podcast oh my god well i dm'd with her a little she seems nice i know the, like, is it shady DMs if we, we get her on this podcast is it like uh no okay okay, okay. listen we're in the wild <laughs> wild west out here in our podcast we do well, it we're the sheriff and i'm also like the saloon owner you know what i mean mean we're wearing a, Andrew who are you in the wild west I don't know I'm like the tumbleweed oh, just no, like rolling no, around no, no. actually like I think no I'm just like I'm catching a little bit of everything okay I love it you're like bringing in like the the produce and I'm like okay I was like can you run like the shopping like you know you're doing the market and oh stuff. yeah you're like the, the person out in the clothing. cart like selling produce to people oh my yeah. god I love that I'm into that um I think, okay, so I think that that's, like, pretty much everything. Oh, the other thing that I thought was funny was when Richa was like, Vishal, I'm going to be your sober sister. And he's like, no, you're not my <laughs> Those sister. Those two, I do love them. And let's have compassion because it's, like, I want relationships yes. to work. I don't want, like, negative relationships to work, but I, I'm here for a good relationship and for people to work it out. And they're talking about stuff and they're working through it and, like, you know, timelines are messy, especially when you get together in your early 20s, which they did. Oh, you I know, couldn't even it's imagine. Like, sometimes things happen without you even realizing they're happening. And then yeah. you need to go back and rewind and figure stuff out. And you like, do need to rewind. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's and I'm seeing pictures of them. They're in Patagonia together right now. Like gorgeous hiking and the thing is i always say it's like you don't want to see my greatest misses (laughs) if you saw my greatest like my youtube reel of my greatest misses no one would be on my team could you imagine that we're all like holier than thou is just a mistake imagine your reel of greatest misses like there are too many it's like it's like no one we wouldn't be rooting for anyone no no and i think like you said, we need to have compassion for everyone because none of us are getting everything right 100% of the time. I'm not saying like greatest misses have to be Jen Shaw cheating people and their mom out of their retirement. No. Like that's, no and it's interesting because no, 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 people no. have more compassion, I feel like sometimes for like people like Jen Shaw, these like figures that yeah. she is... She's going to go to jail. She's admitted that oh, yeah, she she's is She's getting for, sentenced. Isn't it like tomorrow or something? It's sometime soon. I swear it's in December or maybe it keeps getting pushed back. It's so wild, especially on the latest episode (sighs) where she just like lies and lies. And and I'm not even watching it, to be honest. It's so just like she so she took someone's shoes. They were on a boat and she is just like stirring the turd nonstop and picking fights. She took this woman's $2,000 brand new Louis Vuitton shoes or whatever and threw them off the boat. 
and <gasps> lied about him was like I didn't do that like literally threw him off the boat oh, after she poured champagne over her head <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I have no words for that, really. Yeah. I mean, there's a darkness. There is such a darkness. And, you know. Speaking of darkness, okay, let's talk about White Lotus. Because if you have not seen White Lotus, you need to watch it right now. I actually think I liked season two more than season one. I give season two a B+. Really? Okay. Yeah. I liked the setting so know, much. So like I felt like I I loved just seeing them at that beautiful hotel yeah. and in Italy and the like piazzas and everything. I was just taken with that. Like Hawaii felt like cheesy to me a little. See, I, I I'll take it all. Get me out of co- get me out of cold like twenty five degrees I like know, of like right? Colorado. Okay, get me so you out give of it here. a B plus. Why is it not an A? Um, I just like I called. I knew kind of what was going on. Yeah, like the that she was getting scammed and all of that. I knew the second they met, I was like, oh, they're gonna scam her. Well, I mean, and I'm not saying yeah, that- it was a little too like. Why are they complimenting her so much? Like, what is going on here? I admit I didn't catch on to it until like one or two episodes into them all meeting. But you know something's afoot because her you see her husband having that conversation on the balcony. I didn't realize the husband was tied. I was I didn't realize that and that he was like the lover of that guy. That was wild. Um I mean I'm seeing so many people on social media just like so mad that they killed off Jennifer Coolidge because they love her so much and they feel like she is the show. I thought her character development. Okay, so this is what I said at the to Andrew. I was like, the choices that they're making from a character point of view do not add up at the end of the season. Yeah. Okay, like give some examples. Um, I think I think I think Jennifer Coolidge's character almost became a caricature and that was like like I was like I loved her in the first season and I felt like she was doing what she had to do of course she's a great actress but I felt like it was just so like are you kidding me are you kidding me and it's not even from like a sane point of view it's just like she wasn't like it was just like they took her a little and the the writing's great they just took her a little too far I don't know. I, I've heard that criticism from others and I'm hearing you say it and I see a little bit of that and I also feel like she just, it like like the Oreo cookie cake line when don't she's remember. like at the buffet. She, oh, she's at yes, the buffet yes. of this like delicious food. She's like, do you have any Oreo yes. cookie cake? <laughs> and then and then at the end, I was chatting with Cousin Mary about this. What did she this. say? Um, I, I, she loved it too. We should have her like come on and just say what she thinks. But the, the end, like when she has the gun and the point of view is just you're seeing her face as she's just like waving this gun around and shooting it. And then you see that she's actually shot everyone. I was laughing out loud watching her face because it was so ridiculous. Mm. And then you see the horror of what she's done. And it's like the emotions that you swing between, like with her character and the comedy and like the horrific things that also happen on the show, I think is so genius. And I feel like she's at the crux of a lot of that. So I appreciate her, but... 
I do think it was her time yeah. to be off the show. And I think like it's hard for me to be on watch a show where I'm not rooting for any every uh, anyone. Yeah. And at the end of that show, I was not rooting for anyone but the hookers. <laughs> She's yes. the only one who I was like <laughs> Get it, queen. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I was like, you like play that boy and get your 50,000 yeah. uh, lira and, I, and like just and, go. And, and the manager. I felt like with her, I was rooting for. But I guess that's. <gasps> I loved she her. I love how she like didn't become sour again. Do you know what I mean? Like she could have. Yeah. But she just kind of took it for what it was. Like she was just appreciative to have unlocked this part of yeah. her life after so long. Like. I lo- I actually really liked the piano player one. I liked her a lot. The, yeah. yeah. She yeah. was, she, they were, again, the acting was great, but I was like, uh, I don't know. I was just like not really rooting for anyone. Uh, yeah. And uh, not in season one either, though. I hated I'm, everyone I'm trying in season to th- one. I don't even, it's so bad because I don't even really remember season It was that one. awful couple. It was the the amazing hotel manager. I loved him. Played, and shout yeah, out, he's he was in Chippendales. And if anyone's not, he's. <gasps> yes. He's in Chippendales right now. So and he, I heard he, the interview with Kumail on Fresh Air. Highly recommend to anyone who hasn't listened to it yet. Because he talks about so many things that are so important to the South Asian experience, particularly his as someone who grew up in Pakistan and then mm-hmm. emigrated to the U.S. Like he has a really interesting perspective on things. And he talks about he like his to body in the US? image. Um, gosh, he went to he came for college, I believe. OK. And I I can't recall where he went. Um. But he talks about like the thirst pick of him like super buff and how how he feels about that, which is really interesting. And um, I have to watch the show. It looks amazing. And he's in I posted, but he's in Avatar, too. Right. Is he? in Yeah, Avatar? I, I, I don't know. Is that out yet? Uh, yes. I think uh, <laughs> opening night is tomorrow or oh, tonight. Shit. I actually do want to see that. Because I, I feel like the first Avatar was so, like, mind-blowing. For me, I was like, you couldn't get me out of there fast enough. <laughs> that does not surprise I'm me. I'm actually, I assigned Andrew to take the kids because I was like, there's no way I will Please sit Please tell me it's not in 3D because they the have 3D the thing. Ugh, I don't like 3D movies. It makes me I just sick. don't. It makes me feel sick, too. Exactly. Um... What was the other thing? Potomac? I know this is like going really No, long, it's okay. Potomac is on fire. On fire. I, yes. 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 When Best Housewives show. Like it was crazy. Far. It was like, oh, they went out. And then when Ashley points the camera to the ceiling and Candace just flips. Oh, my God. On Robin. and my Oh, gosh, my gosh. There's so much. And... It's like these women are so funny. And I will refer to my <laughs> next birthday as 4-2. You will not convince me to say 42. <laughs> Shout out to Karen, 5-9. Five, 5-9. Nine. Five, nine. And five, a birthday nine. that's never lasted like it, it was a four week. Oh birthday. my God. She was just like, let's let's do this thing. Karen is so it, she was entertaining to see on Watch What Happens Live because she just is who she Can is. Can you believe that they're bringing up and what's going to happen in the second part where it's like, oh, she was having sex with the help in the bathroom? Oh, my God. Like, I you t- cannot even make this up. Like, Karen was? Is that what they're saying? It was Karen? 
that's what it oh says in the God. previews like karen was having sex with the help in their okay bathroom. so all i'll say is that if you're not watching potomac you really should it's how good it, do you think it's it incredible? incredible it's 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 the only housewife show that i'm actually interested in anymore i feel like even beverly hills has lost me so, Do you know what I asked? So I'm, Andrew watches it now and I want it. He was watches like, it. I love I that. I made him because he ca- he was calling it the Wendy show. And then I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> so he's watched the last four because um, I would get stressed out at school on Tuesday nights. And then I'd be like, okay, we have to go and watch like, you know, Potomac was my come down. And so yeah. he, I'd eat a plate of pasta and he would just literally just be sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> While and you're we'd watching. watch Potomac, but he said, yeah, he was like, I was like, who do you think? Don't you think Giselle and Robin and all these people are pretty? And he's like, no. He's like, <gasps> I don't see it. But he thinks like Candace is pretty. Thank God. And Ashley's oh, Candace pretty. Is pretty. I mean, Candace is like she is giving looks this season. I think Giselle she's what- and Robin don't have great style. They're not That's helping true. themselves out. They are beautiful. Like, I'm surprised. I mean, I think Robin and Giselle are I know, two of too. the most gorgeous women, like, truly. And, like, all of the women. I was actually noticing that this time around. I was like, Wendy's looking really awesome. They are all like, gorgeous. Candace is so fucking Everyone beautiful. Everyone is so beautiful. And Ashley's never like, looked better than ever after, like, dumping that I troll. Know, that troll. I know. Troll. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> troll. That Michael Talk Darby. Talk about gaslighting. Gaslighting. Michael Darby. <laughs> okay, we should um, wrap okay, this up. Okay, I actually have to go. Um, so... It's, uh, this was a extra long uh you're welcome recap oh, with rate, other stuff rate and review if you've gotten this far we should put oh, like we've a gotten little... a few more ratings because in our last podcast when you weren't here Deanna I was telling people that we have we've had some negative reviews because I say like too much That's <laughs> and so... some I... other things and so people have come through oh, and really and put in some five stars and some better reviews for us so thank you for doing that like in this season of giving if you want to go ahead <laughs> And click press it. five stars for us, please. Click, click. Do. <laughs> click it. Um, and thank you so much for listening. There's one more episode on Sunday of Family Karma, and then they're taking a break for at mm. least two or three weeks, I think. But we have had confirmation that there will be more episodes. So as soon as we know more, we'll let you know on social media. So join us on Instagram, Family Karma Cast with a K. Um, anything else? No. All right. We'll, well we love you guys. Week. We'll back love next you. week. Namaste, bitches. Namaste, bitches.